Genentag Buongiorno Buona giornata Hey, Sawadi Diabom Buen dia everyone I'm your host Salome Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast that ethereal presence to feel ignited relaxed rejuvenated moved and inspired tune in for a reflection on deep insightful delightful inspired soul poetry connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry couch talk real life stories testimonies motivational inspirations parables interviews up and coming events and much more so pop on over for time out to relax unwind and connect send a voice message invite a friend or two share and like this podcast on facebook under shasti cecilia instagram into the garden that will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you super sassy vibrant you thank you for sharing tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul poetry soiree Welcome to Into the Garden. Yes, it's that time of the day or morning or afternoon or even good evening that you are tuning in and being in the company of Salome Jacobs. Yes, no place that you or I would rather be but in that sublime serenity calming, peaceful sanctuary where you and I get lost in the ethereal, omnipotent presence in the garden. So come on over. Thank you for bringing a friend or two along. Yes, where hearts are mended, a friendly hello is extended and how are you nice to see you is mended where your worries your cares are lifted your burdens drifted and you and i are warmly embraced covered and connected so you're never alone you say when stepping into this garden has a calming effect for you and me. And the title is What to Do When Life Gives You Lemons. You know, you would not be prepared for it if you have not lived it, went through it, had first-hand experience of it, then completed by coming to the realization that for every sour lemon, I or you have tasted, seen, been in, it was because God the life giver, joy giver, present help in time giver was with me through this lemon of a time giver. For no matter how many lemon experiences you go through, see it as the 
tree of life, the bread of life, and the river of life. For in your and my elementary experiences, are your and my significant tree friends, if you know what I mean. Experiences, yes, the leaf, the branch, and the root. Experiences, with the bread of life, when you and I go through stuff, just like today. And we moan, become agitated, suffocated. Let's face it, incubated. By when will this end? This is then the now time given to you and me to cling to the bread of life, to eat from this bread of life, who will sustain us during this time of tumultuous and catapult times of the unseen, unknown, and unperturbed. Last. But not least, the river of life. In this torrid river which flows in and out, ever flowing, ever constant, not on one place but through crevices, rocky terrains, hidden places, off the beaten tracks, is the density of washing out what's unpleasant, unsavoury, murky, to make way for newness of a mere fresh flow, a sublime torrent of your and mine ups and downs so as the flow of your lemons are big or small green or yellow never sweet see it as a temporary not permanent for in your flow nothing though heavy or slow is never constant always changing ever thought what you would do if life continually threw lemons at you on a particular day a particular week month or year perhaps a day of reckoning a day of beckoning a day that caught you by surprise what would you do you would stand your ground you face it head on you do not fight fire with fire for no matter the story, no matter the extent, no matter I told you so, for no matter the pain, the strain, each one of you has a cross to bear with a stain. Some more than others, some perhaps more afflicted than others, some more injured than others. But at a time when things look a bit bleak, when things look at their peak, you stand firm, you stand rooted and you stand strong, not weak. So yes, you will know when calamity strikes, who really is to be seated, who really is to be treated at your table. Thanks be to God who knows you and my plight, for things happen like sickness, accidents, diseases, death and strife. Sometimes to them who love the Lord, isn't that right? And yet, in the midst of your and my affliction, that green-eyed monster, you guessed it, mm-hmm, takes the podium. Yes, you guessed it, the enemy strikes. So again, I ask you, what you would do when life throws you lemons? That no matter the pain you dealt a blow, that you didn't see come. What you thought was done and said in good faith takes a turn, but only God who sits on the throne knows all and sees all. 
He is the one who knows your and my weight of whatever you may carry. He is the one who knows all and why he and he alone allows certain things, though unsavory, or clap in your and my face to happen in this way while we tarry. But nonetheless, in whichever peculiar way he shows up, there sure is a lesson in there so you can look to him instead of at your lemon up. So when things turn a bit sour, and I do believe that you know that too, that the hand you dealt with is from a friend you took to heart too, what would you do? Instead, ask up for a plan. Yes, things in life take a turn for good or bad, without any explanation whether you or I can take a stand, for in life thereof, you do all you can, but then again, to leave it all in God's hands, for words have power, action has a plan, and one's attitude can see the difference of where you and I stand, that's somewhat uneasiness and unpleasantness in the atmosphere. It's perhaps at that time you see the true colour and value of your friendship so dear. Oh, the absolute expression of disgust, of shock, of disappointment, of how could you? Did you? I thought you were my friend, but dot dot dot. So you pick up the missing pieces, or so you do, but that's not for you, but alas for God to do. Yes, you cannot tell me that you haven't been there too, for in light of all the lemons I'm fed, it is and was God to help me instead. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, pray up, seek his face up, Thank up, admit your and my mistakes up, then leave those who discuss, plot and throw lemons at you in God's hands up. And so it is, so shall it be. But stay tuned and stay connected. Yes, and this was written the 28th of November 2020, you say. Don't go away now, for there's a lot more in store. And as you are quickly dashing off to the kitchen for a glass of juice, a decadent cup of tea or coffee, whatever you prefer, up next is Angela with an inspirational word. A dear soul sister, focus on what is unchanging by Angela Morris.
Hello, I'm Angela Morris. Today I'd like to talk about and leave an inspiring word on focus on what is unchanging. A very interesting word I heard by Rick Warren. The title again is focus on what is unchanging. Isaiah 43, 2 says, When thou passest through the water, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Again, focus on what is unchanging. Just think about this. When everything around you is uncertain, the key to stability is to focus on unchangeable truths. Let me say that again. When everything around you is uncertain, the key to stability is to focus on unchangeable truths. Now, I want to share with you some unchangeable truths you need to tell yourself during the time of uncertainty. Some unchangeable truth you need to tell yourself during the time of uncertainties. The first one, God sees everything you're going through. His word says, the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope is in his unfailing love. And that's in Psalms chapter 33, verse 18. Another unchangeable truth. God cares about everything you're going through. Scripture reference. But I will watch for the Lord. I will wait confidently for God who will save me. My God will hear me. Micah 7, 7. The third unchangeable truth. God has the power to change what you're going through. Ask and you will be given what you ask for. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. That verse is found in Matthew 7, 7. The fourth unchangeable truth. God always acts out of his goodness to you. I like that one. God always acts out of his goodness to you. Scripture reference. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That verse is found. Romans 8, 28. Number six. Or number, number one, two, three, number five. God's plan is always better than our plan. Scripture reference. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. That verse is found Jeremiah 28, 11. The next unchangeable truth. God will never stop loving you. Hallelujah. God will never stop loving you. The scripture reference, for the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. That verse, Isaiah 54, 
11, 54, 10. Another unchangeable truth. Once you have put your trust in Jesus Christ, you cannot lose your salvation. Scripture reference, reference. I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he's able to safeguard all that I have given him until the day of his return. That's 2 Timothy verse 1, chapter 1, verse 12. And the last unchangeable truth, no matter what you go through, God is with you. Scripture reference. When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That is in Isaiah 43, 2. Again, those unchangeable, unchangeable truths are God sees everything you're going through. God cares about everything you're going through. God has the power to change what you're going through. God always acts out of his goodness to you. God's plan is always better than your plan. God will never stop loving you. And once you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you cannot lose your salvation. And no matter what you go through, God is with you. And it's important for us during these times and when you're struggling with some unchangeable truths or some things in your that are puzzling you in your mind. And, and I want you to remember to replace your panic with prayer. Replace your worry with worship and your anxiety with adoration. Focus less on what social media is saying and more of God's unchanging truth. Thank you. Thank you. 
Dad says, $200, I'll take it. The boy's surprised and runs home to his father. Father, father. A man at the museum wanted to buy the stone for $200. Okay, son. The last place I want you to take the stone is a precious stone store. Walk inside with the stone, and if anyone asks the price, don't say a word. Just raise up two fingers. So the son runs off into the precious stone store. After finding it, he walks inside and there is an old man at the counter. And as the old man sees the stone, he jumps up and screams, Oh my God, you have the stone I've been looking for my whole life. What do you want for it? How much is it? The boy doesn't say a word and raises up two fingers. The old man says, $200,000? I'll take it. The boy can't believe it. He jumps up and runs to his father. He says, Father, Father, the old man at the precious stone store wanted to give me $200,000 for the stone. You see, son, do you understand now the value of your life? Life is all about where you place yourself. You can decide if you want to be a $2 stone or a $200,000 stone. There are some people who love you and for whom you're everything. And some people will just use you as a commodity. And for them, you will be worth nothing. So it is upon you, my son, to decide the value of your life. <laughs>